Hi guys, welcome back to Overly Personal. Hello, 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 how y'all doing? So it's been a while, I kind of skipped a week. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, so in case you're not aware, I came back to Portugal. So I'm currently living out my best life in the beautiful Portuguese weather, going to the beach, you know, having fun, you know, something for the summertime. So, um, I've been a little bit MIA. MIA, is that what you say? Missing an, yeah, MIA. Because honestly, I felt kind of weird because when I'm in Portugal, I obviously don't speak English. So then I was like, ugh, I have to record a podcast in English. Like, how is that gonna work? Like, is my brain just gonna like switch? Am I like capable of this? Also, <laughs> I quit doing something that is a little bit addictive, which, um, you know, put the pieces together if you want to. I'm not gonna spell it out for you. But I quit something and I was very irritated. Oh my God, I was so irritated like about everything. I think I'm finally like getting back to a point where my mood is like more stable. But I swear to God, for like a week and a half, if anyone even breathed in my direction, I would just snap. And you know, I'm already gonna snap at my mom and my dad. So like, that's like this times 20, you know, coming back to Portugal, having to live with them again. You know, it's not <laughs> what I'm used to. I'm used to being alone. I'm used to being um, isolated. And I love that for me. You know, it's exactly what I want. And it's exactly what I need to be mentally stable. So imagine me, you know, recently, let's say sober and <laughs> my parents constantly nagging me about shit and to be honest i'm not i don't even think they were being like mean or anything i was just like su in such a bad mood and i think i snapped like about a million times and if my parents are listening to this i'm so sorry i behaved like that like, I did not mean to come off as such a little bitch, but it was not my intention. So yeah, um, let me just move my microphone because currently it's sitting on my bed and I think it's gonna fall. So give me a second. So today's episode is gonna be about, hmm, I'm not even quite sure, but I just had this very interesting conversation on Twitter if you can even call it a conversation because people were just fucking like quotes tweeting like my fucking tweet and just going off at me. So um, this is the situation. Someone, Philippe, if you're listening to this, it's you, tweeted, can you even be a leftist if you're not vegan? Like how does that work? Something along those lines. And ooh, Twitter exploded, bitch. When I tell you communist Twitter like went on a fucking like apocalyptic rant everyone had an opinion oh my god and it was just people trying to like push veganism onto like the bourgeoisie and just saying that oh yeah if you want to be vegan you got to be rich like it's really expensive when the reality is really not that you know simple like things are not so black and white and i think a lot of people have so many misconceptions about being vegan or like vegetarian or whatever because it's been so like washed into our culture that it's like an annoying thing but when you really think about it like what is annoying what is being annoying 
I think most important issues are annoying to some degree. And like, if you think about what people actually care about, like, for example, Black Lives Matter, like veganism, let me think, like anything that's like remotely important in society, you know, like, ugh, I'm having such a fucking mind blank right now, but let me, let me think. Yeah, I mean, anything important. Climate change. Exactly, climate change. Which is also a big factor in the whole veganism thing, too. So, um, I think people are too close-minded sometimes to even have these conversations. Because me being vegan, or me trying to argue with you about being vegan or vegetarian, is automatically to you an attack. Because it's me kind of attacking your way of life. When in reality, what I'm trying to do is just bring awareness to something that I really think like people should care about. Because it's not only fucking destroying your your health, it's also destroying the fucking world. Like, I'm not sure the exact numbers, but it's something like 50% of all um, global warming is caused by animals. and Not like any animals, by like livestock. So animals meant to feed humans. Um, I don't even know what direction I want to go with this in, but I just want to like kind of talk about it because it's such like an important issue to me because, okay, so I've been vegan for mm, five or six years. I think I was 15 when I turned vegan. So I guess I was like, I'm almost 20 to 21. So I guess I've been vegan for almost six years. Well, that's actually crazy. That's so long. So I've been vegan for a while. And it was not easy in the beginning because Portugal is a very meat-centered kind of place. Like every single um, traditional dish is completely based around meat or fish. And when you look at like, you know, Portugal in the map, you can see why. You know, we have so much ocean and I think people just kind of like think that you know, we have to eat fish or we have to do whatever because it's like such a staple in our culture and like we have so much sea. Not now, I'm busy. Stokpavu. Stokpavu. Amor, estou a gravar o meu podcast. Já tomei banho. Sim. Okay, tchau. So sorry, my sister just interrupted me. Oh, so rude. That was so rude. So, um, as I was saying, what was I saying? Uh, right, veganism. So I was, um, I think initially kind of brought into veganism because, oh yeah, so my best friend, Shika, who I mentioned in the previous episode, was vegetarian at some point. And I remember like, you know, finally kind of thinking about it. And I mean, to be honest, I've always kind of been around vegetarian food my whole life. Like my mom had a little vegetarian phase. It wasn't because like, you know, of anything except for her health because she was having like some allergic reactions or whatever. But like she did have a bit of a vegetarian phase, not fully, but you know what I mean? So I was kind of exposed to that already. And then I watched a few documentaries that just completely like opened my eyes to the fucking shit reality that is like capitalism and eating meats or fish or any animal product in our society right now. So the rough truth about it is no one is benefiting from this. If anyone actually is benefiting from all of this, it's like the top 1%. 
like anything, I guess, in today's world. But um, the animals are obviously not happy, you know? They're living in shit conditions. They're eating, like, the most processed shit. And then they get fucking slaughtered along with their children. You know, it's it's horrible. Um, then the workers are also treated terribly. I mean, if you've watched, I don't know if you guys are, like, familiar with any documentaries or any, like, interviews with people who work in either the dairy industry or, like, in the fishing industry or any fucking livestock industry, the working conditions are fucking terrible. And there I even say very close to slavery. Um, if you watch Seaspiracy, you know about that. Um, you should watch Seaspiracy. It's, like, a pretty good movie. It's a little bit white savior white saviory, but, like... It's still a good movie. So, um, going back to what was going on on Twitter today, I saw a lot of people just pointing out, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I went vegan for a year or whatever, and nothing changed. Hmm. Really? Nothing changed? That's so interesting. As if anything you do in your life has any impact whatsoever. It's like when people have this mindset of like everything I do has to have massive change, nothing's going to happen in your life, babes. Like literally zero things in your life in your life are going to come true for you because everything is incremental. You have to build something. You know, you have to build things to make impacts. So for example, let's talk about this podcast. If I don't keep going with this and if I don't build this out and if I don't expand this, if I just do like five episodes, like it's not going to have any impact because it's not, you know, it's not trying to achieve anything. Then going back to veganism, like me being vegan, it is like obviously not the most impactful thing when you look about like look at uh, maybe one meal. It's just one meal, you know? But when you stack up years of eating vegan, you start to realize, oh, 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 oh. This bitch has saved a lot of animals. This bitch has saved so much carbon dioxide from being released into the atmosphere. Like, it actually starts to add, to add up. And um, I think people just need to have, like, a broader picture in mind and just don't look at it in this very small-minded way. Um... If you guys are um, anything around like communist, I'm not going to assume because I think a lot of people are not communists. I personally do identify myself as a communist. And wait, wait, what? Wait, don't leave. I know you're already thinking if you're a liberal. <gasps> oh, no, Antonio's a communist. What the fuck we going to do? Um, it's not that serious. It's not that scary. I promise I don't bite. I might try to choke you, but only consensually. Um, honestly, like, I think being a communist is kind of, you know, a necessity in the 21st century. You know, like, I don't think it's ever been this clear that the world is collapsing because of rich people. <laughs> Let's just look at all this, like, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk shit. Like, these motherfuckers are single-handedly, like, releasing billions. I don't know if it's billions, but, like, millions of fucking pounds of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. For what? 
a little five-minute trip into space so Jeff Bezos can look at his little Jeff Bezos cock floating in the air. Is that what you want, Jeff Bezos? I thought so. Girl, that wife, his wife, did such a good job. I don't, I don't like her still, but like, girl, you better dis- divorce that man and you better fucking get that money and redistribute the wealth, okay? So I think right now, we have to look at the world and see what's really happening. Everything's kind of collapsing. And you know, this also ties to global warming because, ooh, if you're not aware, I say if, you, if you're not aware a lot, I guess, but if you're not aware veganism or i guess eating meat which is the opposite of that is one of the main culprits so when i see people on twitter trying to argue like you know meat eating meat isn't going to make a difference like this is this fucking same shit this is the same bull fucking shit that people keep trying to say about black lives matter it's like you have to like protest you have to try to make a change you have to try to do something otherwise i promise you babes nothing is going to change you have to do something you know and if you do believe in equal rights and if you do believe in all these things that you claim to if you do think if you think global warming is such a big threat why are you actively contributing to it and Again, I am not saying that vegans also don't contribute to global warming because, girl, breaking news. If you exist in society, you are contributing to global warming. That's just like, that's just the fact of our life today. But I promise you, and I promise, I mean, like, I'm actually promising this. If you go vegetarian or vegan, you will feel better both physically and spiritually. And I know some people might say, ugh, that's such fucking shit. Like, he's just making this up. So, ugh, I don't want to be fucking vegan. Tofu is shit. I know. I know what you think. And I know that one time you fucking bought tofu from some store and then threw it in, like, water and boiled it. It wasn't very appetizing. I know that. And you know why? You, sir, do not know how to cook vegetarian food. Or vegan food for that matter. And I think a lot of people also have the misconception that vegetarian or vegan food is tasteless and disgusting. When in reality, we eat so well. Girl, I'm eating well. And when I cook something, I'm always making the most fucking like tasty dishes. Like using every fucking... um, What's it called? Spice. Herbs. A little spice, you know? I'm always using everything to make it as fucking tasty as possible. So if you actually look into it, it's really fucking easy to, like, cook really cool food as a vegetarian or a vegan. I feel like I need to kind of make clear that I am not, like, a full vegan. Because I was vegan, like, completely for, I think, like, three years, three or four years. But then at some point, I started also incorporating, like, eggs and milk sometimes into my diet. But it's, like, very rare. Like, I'd say maybe, you know, twice a month or something. Like, it's not very often that that happens to me. But I usually do it when it's, like, my friends fucking chicken you know they have eggs and i eat an egg from a chicken that you know is my friends that's like a different sort of situation from dairy farming or like hen farming any of that so i just want to really like 
clear up like my the rumors are true i am vegetarian i am not vegan but i do eat vegan like 99 percent of the time so if you see some fucking cheese or some eggs on my fucking instagram story mind your business okay keep your mouth shut and don't be trying to come for me um because you know it's just my reality and it's my truth and i'm sticking to it okay <sighs> okay Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, where am I going right now? So yeah, going back to capitalism. So capitalism is this funny module of society that we're living in right now. It's not really working out. It's clearly not working. Um, the world is burning. <laughs> Everything is on fire. Every fucking thing is on fire. And to be honest, it's hard to be alive right now. And I'm saying that as a really privileged, like, first world, which is also a really problematic thing to say. What I mean is, like, a developed nation, you know, like, someone who's coming from, like, the imperial core, which, if you don't know what that is, it's, like, the US, Europe. It's, like, really powerful countries that have, like, really good standards of living. And even for us, it's getting to be too much, you know? So I can't even fucking imagine the people living in Africa, people living in Asia, in all these countries that are being mistreated and that are getting all the consequences from global warming that we don't have to deal with. Or if we do have to deal with them, it's like there's a way to soften the blow for us. So um, if any communist people are listening to this, I just want you to know that... um, Maybe I'm not going to be, like, the most, like, theory-driven person. That's not really my gig. It's never going to be my gig. Um, I just kind of have... I mean, I obviously have read some things, but it's not like I'm, you know, basing my whole opinion off of theory. It's a lot of my own kind of, you know, misgivings and some, like, ideas that I have. So just don't come for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to try to, like, really sum this up quickly. So basically, when you work... You better work, bitch. When you go to work, you have a little job. Let's say you make chairs. You're a chair maker. You're a wood person. What is that called? You're a person that does things with wood. Hmm. Sounds a little fruity to me, but okay. You do things with wood. Wood. (laughs) And your job is to turn a piece of wood into a beautiful chair. Gorgeous chair. Oh, she's so pretty. So that's your job, right? But you're not the one, you know, supplying the wood. There is a boss man. There is a big, bad, I'm not going to say bad. Let's just like, you know, there's a big man, the boss, that has the wood. And honestly, you don't know where the wood came from. You have no idea. You could have gotten it from like fucking the backyard, like whatever. You don't know. But this man is giving you the wood and it's saying, I will pay you X amount of monies for your labor. So that's your value. Like that's when you're transforming that piece of wood that that person that the boss gives you into something, anything, you're creating value. So your work has, you know, that's the only thing that really has value in the world is like human work. So when a human works or does something and tries to build something, he should get the full like value of it. Whereas if you're fucking building chairs for a boss person, for a boss, what's going to happen is the boss is going to say, okay, so I paid you $7 
for your little chair that you made. Thank you so much. And I'm going to sell the chair I paid you $7 for at around, you know, a $700, $700 price. So then you go to the store and you're like, wait a minute, I made this chair. Why did I get paid $7? And that bitch over there got the rest of the money. The $693. Why? Why does this person get the money? So that's the contradiction within capitalism and within the working relationship that we have right now. I'm sorry if I'm boring you, if you already know this. I'm just trying to like give a quick overhaul that's like pretty simplified. So um, when anybody works, they're losing... I mean, when I say work, I mean work for someone. They're losing their value. They're losing the value of their work. I'm not sure. There's like more specific kind of words for this, but I'm just, you know, kind of talking out my ass. So just like pardon me. But basically, um, there's those two kinds of people. So that's the capitalists that, you know, have owned the means of production. And the means of production are the things that help you, like, you know, that help you create things. So like, for example, if you um, are making the chair, you're going to need a saw. You're going to need a ruler. You're going to need, need all these tools to make the chair. So the boss would supply you with the tools and also supply you with supply you with the wood. And, you know, he probably got the wood from fucking Africa from, you know, a slave um, holder who got the wood for free. I mean, I mean, not free, but, you know, like he got his slaves to fucking get the wood. Otherwise, they wouldn't, you know, survive. And then the slaves obviously created the value for him. So he's literally like making shit ton of money from you know slavery that's why slavery was invented in the first place cheap labor oh i'm ranting this is gonna be so bad <laughs> okay just just like fucking follow my train of thought please i know this like is going pretty roller coastery but i'm trying to get somewhere so um the boss is gonna get this wood that he probably paid one dollar for and then he's gonna pay you seven dollars from the 700 fucking dollars oh my god <laughs> This is so messy. I think you got the point. I'm just trying. I'm just fucking overcomplicating it at this point. Basically, there's the capitalists and the working class. And the main difference between them is one owns the means of production and the other does not own the means of production. So they must work for the others, for the capitalists to, you know, make money and to make a living. And that's called wage slavery, which is you're ob you're obliged to sell your labor to someone else in order to not be homeless and not be able to eat and all these things. <sighs> wow, that was a lot. I feel like I just completely went all over the place and it's going to be so tough listening back to this, but whatever. So, um I guess I'm going back to the veganism thing. When you're buying meat at the supermarket, there has been such a long process between, you know, you buying it and wherever it came from. So when you're getting this meat, it probably came, if you're in America, for example, your meat probably came from Brazil. Brazil is one of the main beef, I think, beef suppliers um, for the U.S. So your meat came from Brazil. So you're actively contributing to deforestation, which is the main, cul the main culprit of deforestation is 
livestock growing. That's why they're burning on the burning down the forest is to like make more fucking space, either for crops for animals or just the animals. So you're already contributing to that. Then the animals are probably living in shit conditions, and then they're getting killed and they're getting shipped over. And why are these fucking pieces of meat so cheap? Is because the people working there are probably getting paid a miserable salary. Um, so you're going into this whole fucking system of exploitation. And obviously saying this, I have to acknowledge that every fucking thing you buy is exploiting someone at some point, someone or something. You know, everything is exploitative in this kind of society because we live in an extractive society. <laughs> we live in a society and... That's just the way it is right now. So, I mean, I'm not trying to make the point that, like, it's your fault that anything of this is happening. I'm just trying to, like, give you the information so you know where shit is actually coming from. And you you don't just think about, you know, things showing up, showing up at your um, supermarket and it's like, oh, that's so nice. No, there's a whole, like, fucking process behind that that's usually pretty fucking bad. Now, going back to, or I guess not going back because I haven't even touched on this point, but... Another big part of veganism, which, you know, some people adhere to, some people don't adhere to, is just, you know, the moral kind of affliction of, you know, animals being in suffering. So, um, I don't care if you're, like, the least empathetic person. Actually, I do, because if you are that, like, not empathetic, I guess you wouldn't care. But, like, I think most humans would have a hard time killing any animal. And currently, I think we're so detached and desensitized to most things, especially because it's all happening very far away from us. So when you see that piece of meat in the supermarket packaged up in the little plastic thing, you know, and you look at it, you know, you don't like kind of, it's like this cognitive dissonance between, you know, what's actually happening and what you see. Because when you look at the meat, even though deep down you know it came from, you know, someone killing an animal, you know, all these things, you know that, your brain doesn't attach that. You know, it's like it's like having two dots that, like, are obviously meant to connect, but they just don't connect in your mind, I think. And I believe that, like, most people actively try to, like, just drown that voice out because they do feel a little bit guilty. I'm not saying everyone does because there's definitely some motherfuckers who don't feel guilty at all. But I think most people would feel guilty if they had to kill the animals with their own hands. So um, I'll ask you this question. And I've seen people say that they would do this a lot. But like, let me ask you. Oh, sorry. If you had a little chicken that you've been raising for a year, would you be able to chop its fucking neck off and kill it? Would you be able to do that? Would that be something that your brain would allow you to do? Or would you have an emotional connection to that animal? Is it that, you know, chickens are fucking stupid ass animals who don't deserve empathy? Or are we just so detached from, you know, the natural world and having connections with other living beings that we don't even consider any other intelligence as no valid? There's a very big problem coming up, I think, is like people more and more are starting to like just dehuman. Oh, that's not the good word. Not dehumanize, but like they're starting to completely remove any type of, you know, 
intelligence from animals as a way to justify killing animals and torturing animals. And I think when you look at cats and dogs and domestic pets, you can very clearly see the cognitive dissonance that is happening because if anyone fucking cooks a dog in China, oh girl, explosion, Twitter canceled, China is over, the Communist Party, <gasps> you know, all these things. Whenever anyone does that to a dog or a cat, people go fucking wild. They go crazy. Why? Because they see cats and dogs as, you know, valid, like living beings that deserve happiness and that deserve to be treated with respect. And I think since we're not super close, most people in their day-to-day -day life to like cows or to chickens or to pigs or whatever, or any of these animals, it's so easy to just like not give a fuck because it's not in your face. You're not having to deal with this all the time. So you just kind of, you know, go with it and you like keep letting this go on. So, um... What I'm trying to say with this is we have to give more respect to animals. And I think that if you actually, or if anyone actually, you know, had a connection to an animal, they wouldn't be able to do these things. You know, I think people are better than that. I really do. And maybe that's just like me being too optimistic. You know, that, that's definitely a possibility and I'm not going to discard that. But I just have faith that like we as humans have more empathy than that, you know? It's like, we can definitely do it. And I, I do think that the industrialization and just the way it's been so plastified and kind of synth, synth how do you fucking say that? Synthetized, synth, synth oh fuck. You know what I mean? Synthetized, whatever. It's just created such a big space between our actual lives and the production of the things that allow our life to be possible. And this goes back to like most, you know, things we consume. Obviously, this is not just a meat or fish problem, which, you know, I haven't even touched on fish. And I really do think I also have to say that people seem to have this idea that fish are fucking stupid. I think people like just assume because they're not mammals that they don't have any feelings, that they can't feel anything. Um... And it's just like really upsetting to me because you see all these animals like, you know, lobsters and crabs being boiled alive just because supposedly they don't they don't feel anything. But like who the fuck said that? You know, who said that fucking crabs don't feel anything? Like I think there has been studies that have proven that they do feel things and it, there's a lot of countries that have forbidden it from happening, like people just boiling animals alive. It's like the most disgusting like I just don't know how people are able to do that and like still be okay with themselves because that's, that's like a living creature, you know, that's a living creature that you're doing this to. And I'm not saying I'm against like killing mosquitoes because that's like a whole different level, you know, whenever people bring up the fact that like, okay, but if you were in a fucking, if you were in a desert island and you didn't have any food, would you kill an animal to eat? Uh, yeah, bitch, I would, duh what the fuck? Like, do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm actually dumb? Of course I would. You know, I, I'm not saying that this, like being vegan or being vegetarian is ideal for every situation. Obviously people live in 
very different environments all over the world. And obviously, as someone who resides within the imperial core in Europe, I am very easily able to eat vegetarian food. You know, it's like, it's very accessible to me. And yeah, bitch, people might be trying to say, oh, it's so expensive to eat vegan food. Oh, it's so expensive. Y'all lying. Y'all motherfuckers are lying through your fucking teeth. Because if you actually want to be like a decent vegetarian person, you're not going to be eating all this processed shit. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they go into vegetarianism or veganism having zero fucking clue about what they need to eat. You know, um, the whole concept of the food pyramid has been so ingrained in us. And if you don't know, it was actually paid for by the meat and dairy industry. Yep, actually, that's the way it, you know, you know that's the way it is. Um, so people have this distorted perception that you need to eat protein. Oh, Bitch, if I hear fucking protein, if I hear anyone tell me or ask me, but how do you get protein? One more fucking time, I am gonna snap. I will snap and I will kill someone. Like, I will actually just snap someone's neck. And I'm not joking. Ugh, that was, you know. (laughs) Yeah, JK, JK Kimura, I'm just kidding. That's obviously not true. I would never do that. Um, Disclaimer, by the way. So, oh, this is so cute, actually. I'm looking at the dogs from the window and they're looking at me recording the podcast. I love you. Um, So as I was saying, um, people have so many misconceptions about nutrition and about like protein and all this shit and vitamins and whatever. And, you know, it is true that some things are not present in a vegetarian diet or especially in a vegan diet, like the B12 vitamin. And I do, you know, I I agree with that. I agree that, like, you should take the pills and you should, you know, keep that balance and keep that in check. But when you don't keep a balanced diet, girl, that's your damn own fault. That's your own damn fault. Damn own fault. (laughs) And to be honest, I think that if we looked at someone who's not vegetarian and you took took them to the fucking doctors and got the blood test done, most of y'all would not have like a healthy diet. I can guarantee you. If I were to look at your blood, yes, your blood right now, I am sure that at least one of the levels or something would be down and it would be like under the fucking level. And that's just like the, a true, like that's just a fucking fact about being human is like, Sometimes things are not sometimes things are not going to be so balanced, you know, it's just it happens and you should pay attention to it. But like when you see people saying, "Yeah, I went vegetarian for a year, but I just got so fucking sick. I just had to go back." Girly, baby, Miss Thing, what the fuck were you eating? Let me guess. Let me guess. You were eating fucking noodles every day, weren't you? You were eating fucking ramen noodles mixed with what? Chips. That's your whole fucking diet. So you expect me to expect you to have any type of like quality of life? Of course not. Like if you're a vegetarian, you should be cooking with all different types of vegetables. Like you got to diversify and people like fucking need to learn how to cook like y'all bitches need to learn how to fucking pick up a knife and cook for yourself because it's embarrassing honestly it's so embarrassing like i don't get it like as a human how can you not know how to cook 
Girl, the apocalypse is on its way. And I can guarantee you, there is no fucking, like, the Uber Eats in the apocalypse. The fucking Uber Eats riders are not going to be riding their little fucking bike to your house to give you food. I just, I know it. That's just a fact. So, um, you should probably learn how to cook more than two dishes. And I actually mean learn. I don't mean just like fucking look at one recipe once and just like forget everything. So yeah, y'all just need to educate, educate yourselves. You got a lot of learning to do. I've been going on about this for 36 minutes now. So I think I'm going to go and I'll actually restart. Actually, um, my family has been knocking on my door for like half an hour to go eat dinner. So I might have to leave. But, you know, it's been really nice to just kind of spit this shit out and just inform you guys about maybe some things that you're not aware of. If you were aware of all these things, I'm sorry to be fucking hammering the fucking nail over and over again but i just think it's important okay it's very important to me and i hope you got something out of this okay well i'll see you guys next sunday um and i hope you stay safe kisses